Welcome back to the Wire Podcast. I'm Ryan McCreary. It is 9.48 on Monday night. And today, we're not going to have a super long episode today. Um, but I'm going to be talking about the NBA MVP race. We had some interesting things going on in the past 24 hours regarding the NBA MVP race. Um, I also want to talk about the Giannis versus Harden beef, uh, which arose this weekend. Or, you know, was elevated this weekend by some comments that Harden made. And then I want to finish off the episode talking about Zion and his chances to win the Rookie of the Year award. But let's get started talking about the MVP race. And so Sunday night, let's get started. Sunday night, the Lakers played the Pelicans. And during the during the game, Doris, Bur- Doris Burke made a comment about LeBron James and the MVP race. And she was basically advocating uh, for LeBron to win the MVP award. Now, I don't have a problem with uh, media members advocating for a certain player. If they think a certain player should win the MVP award, that's fine. But this is kind of ridiculous considering how Giannis has played. Like, Giannis has been the best player this season. And... Like, no, in like, he's been the best player this season, and no one's close. Like, LeBron James, he's been amazing. And he's having probably his best season since 2013. And this might be the best version of LeBron. Like, he's playing out of his mind. He's been incredible this season. Like, he's been awesome. And I want to give him credit for that. Because I don't want to sound like a LeBron hater, because I don't hate LeBron. I have a lot of respect for LeBron. And what he's done this season. But Giannis has been on a whole nother level. And ESPN and members of the media are, ab- are having they're having this huge campaign for LeBron to win the MVP. And they're using ridiculous arguments like LeBron's doing what he's doing at age 35. So he deserves it. Or the Lakers, uh, like their, like their production when LeBron steps off the court is awful, but when Giannis is off the court, the Bucks are fine because they won five out of six games that Giannis uh, didn't play. And I'm like, well, like, there's a couple of things that contribute to that. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but these are not good enough arguments, first and foremost. For, wow. First, it, I don't even know how that saying goes, but those are not good enough arguments. Just flat out, they're not. Um... And, and they, they're not good enough to for LeBron to overcome the season that Giannis is having. And, like, another thing, that another issue within this whole MVP conversation, and this comes up every year, and I want to ask, what is the MVP award? Like, it's the Most Valuable Player Award. But people take that way, way too literally. It The MVP award is not given to the player who is most valuable according to their impact on their teams when they're on the court versus when when they aren't on the court. Because if that were the case, then LeBron should get it every single year, no matter what happens with anybody else. Because he's always going to have uh, such a big impact on his team um, when he's on versus when, he off, when he's off the court. And it, it's just like that. He, he's a... Like, his impact is incredible. Um, and this is why I hate it when people are like, well, 
uh, LeBron is way more valuable to his team than player X. I'm like, well, like, that's not all that matters. Like, a team's record with Giannis on the court versus off the court isn't the end-all, be-all. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? You get it? it? It's it's a ridiculous argument, and it's one that mostly LeBron fans make to to argue that LeBron should have more MVPs, which is ridiculous. Like, he has the right amount of MVPs. There hasn't been a year LeBron hasn't won the MVP when he deserved it. And that includes, like, 2018 when he lost to Harden. That includes 2016 when he lost to Curry. I mean, it, it, he just hasn't been robbed. And if you think he has, you're just wrong. And, I mean, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're wrong. And I, I, I just hate it every single year when people on Twitter try to argue that LeBron should win the MVP solely because his team is, has a really bad record or a really bad offense when he's off the court versus when he when he's on. And, like, the net rating, people bring up net rating, and but they won't bring up anything else. And I'm like, well, he, okay, here, let, let, let me go on, let me talk about the case for each player, for Giannis and LeBron. Let's do that. Um, the case for Giannis, 29.9 points per game, 13.8 rebounds per game, 5.8 assists per game, 1 steal per game, 1.1 blocks per game, 55.4% field goal shooting, 31.6% three-point shooting, 62.5% free throw shooting, with 61.3% true shooting, a 32.3 PER, and just around 30 minutes of play per game. He's He should win the Defensive Player of the Year award. He's top two as of right now. And anything else? I don't think there's any other statistical ca- category I want to talk about for each player. Also, his team is on pace to win 70 games. That's awesome. Uh, and I, I don't love, I'm not a huge stat guy. Uh, I'm really not. I would rather look at look at the film and watch guys. I'm just not a numbers dude. I stats don't tell the whole story, but I do know that voters will look at primarily stats when they're voting for MVP. So I'm gonna do the same. Uh, otherwise, it would it, it would be kind of ridiculous if I didn't, just because that's how the voters vote. Uh, let's look at LeBron's case: 25.5 points per game, 7.8 rebounds per game, 10.6 assists per game. That's incredible. 1.2 steals per game, 0.5 blocks per game, 49.6 field goal percentage, 35% three-point percentage, 69.3 free throw per- wow free throw percentage, 57.8% true shooting, uh, and 25.6 PER. If you don't know what PER is, it's player efficiency rating, and uh, usually, like, players who have a high PER are historically great players. Like, Giannis is having... Uh, Giannis, this season, Giannis has the highest PER ever for a single season. Higher than Wilt, and I believe 62-63. Higher than Curry in 2015-2016. Um, higher than LeBron's ever had. And, and he's been incredible. Um, and also, let me look at win shares, because this is LeBron, I believe. No, this is Giannis. Uh, Giannis' win shares, his offensive win shares, 5.5. Defensive win shares, 4.7. It's win shares, 10.2. Uh, win shares per 48, 0.287. And then let's take a look at LeBron. Offensive win shares, 5.5. Defensive win shares, 3.1. Win shares, 8.6. Win shares per 48, 0.210. So, Giannis hasn't beat. Um, 
Giannis is better on both ends of the floor. I, I mean, in my opinion, LeBron is a more complete offensive player because he can shoot the ball, he can pull up off the dribble, um, and he's a better passer. But like, on a total of like what they can do on both ends of the floor, Giannis has just been better than se- this season, and he deserves the MVP award. He's been incredible. He's done all this, and he's led the Bucks to a 70-win pace without a second star. Like, LeBron has Anthony Davis, and no disrespect to Chris Middleton at all. Chris Middleton is a beast. He's playing really, really well this season. He's an all-star. But he isn't a Anthony Davis, like, he isn't that kind of player. He isn't at that level. Um, and, But he's a star, but he's not at that level. He's not near the top 10 players in the league. And so it's just insanely impressive what Giannis is doing. And I, I mean, I just can't, I, I've never seen the media try to hijack the MVP race like this. I mean, it's it's really kind of insane. Like, Giannis deserves the MVP this year. And he deserves to win it unanimously. LeBron shouldn't get a vote. And, like, Giannis has just been absolutely phenomenal all season long. And, I mean, it's just crazy to me that the media is trying to hijack this MVP award. I've never seen anything like it. It's kind of crazy. I don't think LeBron's going to win the MVP award. He'll probably get some votes now because it sounds like some media members are going to vote for him, which is crazy in my opinion. Just because he's doing what he's doing at age 35, um, and is uh, and he's ha- and he has an amazing encore impact, doesn't mean he he deserves to win it over Giannis. He hasn't had a better season. Giannis has objectively had a better season than LeBron and wins the MVP award. That's what the MVP award is for. It's for it's awarded to the the player, the best player that season. And most of the times, it goes to the best player on the winningest team. This year, that's going to be Milwaukee. And if history means anything, Giannis is going to win the MVP award. And he, sh- and he should win it unanimously. Probably won't, but that's what should happen. Also, shout out to Russell Westbrook. Because he's been amazing this second half of the season. He's excelled in his new role in the in this Rockets small ball lineup. Um, he's been incredible. He'll he'll probably finish top. He'll finish top five in MVP voting. I just wanted to uh, mention him because he's been balling out this season and he deserves some recognition. He might even finish top three in MVP voting. He's been that good in the last like month. He's been just insanely good. Um, so shout out to him. All right, let's move on to the Harden. Or Giannis Harden beef, and this beef is awesome. Uh, I'm I'm glad it happened because it's great for the NBA. But if I am being 100% honest, it's kind of stupid. So, uh, this all started up like last year after uh after Giannis won the MVP award over James Harden. James Harden during the summer, um. Uh, made some comments on your radio station. Let me pull up the whole timeline. Okay, so on June 24th, 2019, Giannis Antetokounmpo is named the MVP. Um, the Bucks had the league's best record of 60 wins, and the MVP voting wasn't even close. Giannis won the MVP award, and he deserved it. He, he, he deserved it 100%. He had a great season last year. Um, he, Giannis received 78 first place, first place votes, and James Harden uh, received 23 first-place votes. 
And James Harden was not happy about that at all. And many in the Houston Rockets organization were pissed off as well. And on August 22nd, 2019, Harden spoke about the MVP snub. After a long offseason, uh, he decided in deciding not to take part in Team USA's quest for gold in the FIBA World Cup. Harden spoke out about the snub, about the MVP snub on a local radio station, 97.9 The Box. And he said that he lost due to a media-created narrative. Here's the, here's the quote. I think once the media creates a narrative about somebody from the beginning of the year, I think they just take that narrative and run with it the entire year. And that, I mean, yes, the MVP award um, is about narratives. Like, a lot of the times, narratives take control of the MVP race. Like, that's what happened in 2017 when Russell Westbrook won the award. He had a great season. He averaged a triple-double for the first time since Oscar Robertson, which was insane. I actually thought James Harden should have won it that year, uh, or for a majority of the year I did. Uh, but Russell Westbrook had a good case as well. And this is just not what happened last year. Giannis didn't win just because the media created the narrative. No, he was freaking amazing. He was awesome on both ends of the of the uh, court, which is like the exact, exact opposite of Harden. Harden's not a great defender. He's not a bad defender. Uh, but Giannis's impact on both ends of the floor last year was just exponentially better than Harden's. And Giannis was great. He led his team to 60 wins. They were the best team in the NBA last year in the regular season. And he deserved the MVP award. Um, so Harden, Harden was saying that Giannis just won based off narratives alone, which just isn't true. And on October 18th, 2019, um, so Giannis said that's, oh, he was talking about the Rockets being fed up with him winning the award um, and Harden saying that he won based off narratives alone. He said that's their opinion. They're going to have James back. I'm never going to say I'm better than James. That's what he told Vincent Goodwill of Yahoo Sports. And, you know, he just basically said that was that's their opinion. Uh, and he was like, well, basically, like, I won the MVP award and I deserved it. Uh, but that's their opinion. And they're going to have James Harden's back. He said the trophy is in my house, which I love. That's awesome. Like, yeah, I won the MVP award. Stop whining. Uh, and on February 6th, 2020, Giannis, this is when Giannis first started to take some jabs at James Harden. Uh, this is when the beef kind of gets really stupid. So during the All-Star draft, uh, Giannis and Harden were, were drafting their teams. And Giannis was choosing between Kemba Walker, Trey Young, and James Harden. And he, he took a little jab at uh, Harden. He said, this is a tough one. I'm between Kemba and Trey Young. And Charles Barkley said, wait, you don't want the dribbler? And Giannis said, I want somebody who's going to pass the ball. That's who I want. So I'm going to go with the crossover killer, step-back master, Kimba Walker. So he took a shot at James Harden saying he doesn't pass. Which, first of all, isn't true. James Harden is a fantastic passer, Giannis. I get, what you're, I get you're trying to just make a joke about James Harden. And it's all in good fun. So I'm not too upset about it, but like, let's just say how it is. Harden's a fantastic passer, so this is just idiotic. Uh, and on February sixteenth, twenty twenty, um, Harden. So so during the game, Giannis 
was to, they were they had a game plan on offense where they were giving the ball to whoever Harden was guarding because there's been a, this narrative that Harden isn't a great defender and he's not a great defender but he's not terrible and he's one of the best post defenders in the NBA in terms of guards and so like I don't understand why he's making it seem like James Harden isn't a good defender I get that all of this is kind of in good fun it's not it's not like too serious He's not taking, like, serious jabs at him. Uh, but it's just, like, kind of stupid. Like, none of, these thing, none of these things you're saying are true. And it's, like, it's something that, like, casuals would say on Twitter. Um, like, casual NBA fans, young NBA fans that don't really know what they're talking about. That's something they would say. Um, and so, basically, in the postgame on February 16th, after the Ulster game, Harden said, we went with whoever James Harden was guarding. Uh, offensively, we went with whoever James Harden was guarding. That's who we thought we'd have an opportunity to score on. Uh, not too bad, but still, it's stupid to say that James Harden isn't a good defender, which is basically what he was hinting at. And then on February 23rd, 2020, um, Rachel Nichols had an interview with James Harden. And, oh, actually, that was, hold up. No, that was on February 28th. Rachel Nichols had an interview with James Harden, and she asked him, about the beef, um, and he said, he said, when it's all said and done, they will appreciate it more, talking about his play style, but I wish I could just run and be seven feet, and just dunk, like, that takes no skill at all, I had to actually learn how to play basketball, and how to have skill, you know, I'll take that any day, okay, uh, this is where I have a huge issue with, with what James Harden's saying, um, you have to be an idiot to think Giannis isn't skilled at all. I get that he's huge and that his God-given size and length really help him ex- excel at the game of basketball, but he is still a skilled player. Not as skilled as someone like Kevin Durant or even James Harden, but he is still skilled. He's a great post-up player, good in the post. He's a good passer. Not a great passer, but a good passer. He can pass it out. Uh, to three-point shooters in tough spots. And, you know, he's got incredible footwork driving to the lane. He's a skilled player. Just because he can't pull up off the dribble doesn't mean he's not skilled. There's still a lot of his game that requires a lot of skill. So I just, I had a huge issue with what James Harden was saying. And this beef is all kind of stupid. Like, James Harden, I don't, like, why do you have such an issue uh, with, with Giannis's play style, like, yeah, you have more skill, you know how many, like, you know what you've done in the playoffs, Jack, I get that he's been to the conference finals multiple times, but there are so many playoff series where he's had just awful losses and awful collapses, I don't want to hear it, like, Harden, you're 30 and you've done nothing in the playoffs, this is why he's gonna be, like, like the 35th best player in the in NBA history max when he could be a top 20 player of all time like he easily could be a top 20 player of all time uh, but his play style he, he chose to play this way he chose to go down this path he chose statistics regular season numbers and accolades over winning he made that decision and this whole this whole beef beef is great for the NBA like I said earlier, but it's just stupid. Uh, but it, it was it was really fun to talk about. Really fun to watch people react to this on Twitter. 
Uh, but yeah, Giannis, Giannis is skilled. That's basically all I want to talk about with this. Giannis is skilled, and Giannis has a flawed, um, a flawed perspective on James Harden's game. Uh, but yeah, Harden was definitely petty about this. It would have been nice if Harden was more concerned with losing to Golden State without Kevin Durant than winning the MVP award. But that's just my thoughts. Uh, let's move on. Before we wrap up this podcast episode, we're gonna t- I'm going to talk about Zion and if he can win the Rookie of the Year award and if he should win the award because he is having a great second half of the season. And many, many, I, I think that uh, Zion has a legitimate chance to win the Rookie of the Year award. Um, I don't think he should, but I think he will receive some votes by the media. The media is really going hard, like, ESPN is promoting Zion like crazy. The media loves Zion. Zion's on national national television all the time. And he's going to receive some votes. I would vote John Morant just because Zion's... The maximum number of games Zion can play is 37. And the lowest number of games by a rookie of the year in NBA history is 50 by David Robinson. And so that like, that's just not a... 37 games is not enough for a player to win Rookie of the Year. So I don't see Zion winning the award. I see John Morant winning the, winning the award. I do think Zion is a better player. And I think he's had a better second half of the season than John Morant. Uh, he'll be the better player in the future if he stays healthy. But uh, it's really hard to say no that he shouldn't win Rookie of the Year. Because I, I would really consider voting for him. But John Morant... He, he's had a great season, and he's actually played a lot more games than Zion. Um, he'll have more than, like, a heck of a lot more than 37 games played. So he, he deserves the award, and he should win it. Um, but, yeah, it's undeniable that Zion is having a great stretch right now. Um, he's been as good as I thought he would be, if not better. I thought a lot of people underrated Zion th- through the draft process. A lot of people uh, just kind of, you know, were really disrespectful saying that he was just a dunker and that his athleticism would not carry him to the NBA. But that was flat out false. Zion was a great player in college, a, a great complete player in college. And a lot of people didn't give him enough credit for what he did at Duke. He was a great defender. Had a, he, he's a high IQ basketball player. He's super athletic, great in the low post. He uses his size and athleticism and just raw power up to be a dominant force offensively. And he can also score from the perimeter. He's not going to score with dribble pull-ups, but he's, he's a good enough ball handler to get to the rim. And he's not a great shooter. Probably never will be, uh, due to his mechanics and just his play style. Uh, but he was a great player at Duke. And, and I hated to see people just minimal, minimize him to just a dunker. It, it, it's just, it was ridiculous. And... I'm glad people finally see the potential that Zion has because I seriously thought that he was the best player I had ever seen coming out of college, personally. I'm young, so I haven't seen that many players. Like, LeBron is pr- the best player to ever come out, come out of high school, most likely. Um, but Zion was the best player I personally had seen coming out of college. Uh, he's one of the best pro- NBA prospects since probably Kevin Durant or LeBron James. He was fantastic, and it's been awesome to see him, uh, you know, have a, a really nice run here in the second half of the season. But, yeah, John Morant should win the Rookie of the Year award. 
And I just, with only 37 games played, like I said, that's not enough. And so I don't really see the argument for Zion Williams. Williamson, even though I think he will get some votes and that the race will be closer than you think just because of the media and how they just are going full in on the Zion mania and the Zion hype. He'll get some votes. But anyway, that's that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Hope you all enjoyed this. If you want to see more content from us here at The Wire, go check out our, our website at thewiresports.com. We have articles. We have this podcast under the podcast tab. We also have YouTube videos. I'm going to be working on, on some YouTube videos coming up soon. Um, I want to do a Chase Young video. I also want to stop, start up a new series about the NBA. So it's going to be fun. Be on the lookout for that. But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this, and I'll see you all next time.